Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Joe Barksdale. To the first-time visitors as well as the repeat offenders, thank you so much for checking us out. Um, This is a mental health podcast that looks at mental health through the lenses of arts and entertainment, in particular sports, music, and comedy. Um, My name is Joe Barksdale. I am a comedian, a musician, singer-songwriter, and uh, I used to play football, NFL football, so I can speak to those three personally. Um, The goal of the podcast is to educate, entertain, and engage, Um, and that's the other thing this is not I just want you guys to know this is not a substitution for therapy while the conversations can be therapeutic um, this is not a subject I mean this is not a a replacement for therapy I see a therapist myself and also a psychiatrist Um, today I would like to talk about mentorship and the uh, mentors I've had in the different areas of my life um, you know in arts and entertainment and so forth and also the positive effects of mentorship on mental health but before we get to it let's start with the feelings wheel um right now i feel right now i feel vulnerable i feel vulnerable because i'm about to let you guys into my personal life but that's okay because that's what this is all about So before we can talk about the positive effects of mentorship, let's just define it really quick. A mentor is a person or friend who guides a less experienced person by building trust and modeling positive behaviors. An effective mentor understands that his or her role is to be dependable, engaged, authentic, and tuned into the needs of the mentee. I'm a big believer in mentors. Um, I didn't have... I'm gonna say I didn't have, I only had, I had one that I can think of growing up and I, that mentor stayed with me until the, uh, and well, anyway, before we get into that, we'll talk about the mental health, the positive mental health benefits. There are three, uh, it fights isolation, reduces anxiety and builds hope fighting isolation. People who struggle with mental health issues often have feelings of isolation while more and more people are feeling comfortable being open about their mental state. Many still do not speak up, which leads to feeling isolated. Mentors can be a friend and confidant to their mentee, fighting feelings of isolation. And that works both ways because, you know, uh, either whether you're the mentor or the mentee, you got somebody to talk to. Right. The next one is uh, reduces anxiety. Anxiety drastically impacts general well-being and is a barrier to accomplishing everyday tasks for many people, myself included. Uh, I've been diagnosed with anxiety and also uh, major chronic depression. Mentoring has been proven to reduce anxiety and build confidence among mentees. Feelings of anxiety can be minimized when they are shared with a mentor. Now, I'll agree with that. And I will say even from the mentor standpoint, um, you can relieve anxiety because if you're talking to someone and you've been where they've been before and you're like, you know, hey, I've been there before and, you know, it's going to work out. You just got to keep on going. You're also talking to yourself because, you know, um, just because you're mentoring someone doesn't mean that, you know, um, you know, everything's looking perfect for you all the time. The last one, it, it builds hope, particularly for young people. Fear of the future can be crippling. 
I'm one of those people. People can feel detached when thinking about what lies ahead. Mentors are often able to provide guidance through their social lives as well as professional lives. A mentor helps their mentee work toward goals and accelerates their progress, reducing anxiety and instilling hope around the future. And what I will say about hope is that's the most important one. Um, I mean, I, I can't speak to every suicide, but that seems to be a very common denominator. People feeling hopeless, myself included. Um, the days that I've been the most suicidal are also the days that the future has looked the most bleak to me. Um, I mean, hope is hope is very important. If you don't have hope for a better tomorrow, if you don't have hope that your best days are in front of you, it's really hard to keep living. I mean, yeah, it's really hard to keep living, right? Like if you think your best days are already gone, what's the point in, in your mind? I'm not saying, you know, but uh, with that... <laughs> Um, I guess I will talk about some mentors that I've had. I'll start with my um, sports mentor. His name is Charleston Fives. Um, so for those who don't know, I didn't start playing football till my late teens. Charleston Fives saw something in me. I still don't know how he saw it because I didn't watch sports or anything before I started playing football. And um, he took me from some dude that didn't know anything about football to a parade All-American. Um uh, you know, we continued the relationship through college and even in the NFL, you know, when I get nervous about something or when I needed advice on something, you know, he was he was a very important pillar of my life. He was, uh, you know, from uh, he was like my dad and my big brother and my uncle and, you know, everything uh, all rolled into one. Um, and uh, like I said, you know, he I mean, he bought me my first car when I was in college Um he helped me through the process of buying my own first two cars that I paid for with my own money. Um, I mean, this man's, I mean, he's, he's shown me a lot. Uh, he died in 2013. I talk about, I've talked about it a lot, so you can do research on it if you want. Um, he died in 2013. Um, that's actually how I started playing guitar. Um, the mentor that I had after him was an artistic mentor. His name is Kobe Bryant. You already know how this story ends. Um, but Corey, Kobe came and spoke to our team and, you know, I talked to him after he spoke to the team, asking him about mentorship. He told me to come holler at him, you know, on my next off day in his office. And I did. And, um, I don't know who's seen into the spider verse, but it was like Spider-Man meeting Spider-Man. Like, wow, I felt like I met someone who was just like me. Um, we talked a lot about art. I mean, we got really close. We talked a lot about art, like, you know, the art that he was working on, the art that I was just beginning to start to uh, pursue seriously. Um, he was, you know, one of the reasons I retired. I asked him why he, when he knew he was, it was time for him to retire. He said, when I was thinking about what I had going on off the court more than I thought about what, what I had going on on the court, then at that point I need to get off the court and start pursuing that. And that's what he was doing. Um, and he's given me... <sighs> countless you know advice and I mean he's a he's a huge part in the dad that I am the artist that I am and the person that I am um and it was it was it was pretty painful when he died the same way it was painful when Fives died they both died unexpectedly um and in both times when they died I felt so I mean of course you're sad but I was mad I was mad when they died. Um, they died. They died at different times. I was mad when Fobbs died because, you know, I hadn't felt that alone since. 
So when I was a kid, uh, when I was in middle school, not middle school, when I was in daycare, like three years old, that was my first time ever getting molested. I did not trust my parents enough to tell them about what was going on. And I said first time as opposed to only time for a reason. We'll get back into that another day. But that's how alone I felt, um, you know, experiencing both of those deaths. People, you know, don't understand it from my point of view. You know, these are thoughts that go on in your head. And, you know, it's, it's a personal thing where you're struggling with all these different emotions that are going on in your head and how to handle them. And you feel alone doing that. And it's a, it's a painful place to be. Um, I will say, as far as comedy, uh, my comedy mentors are still alive. And I've got a bunch of comedy mentors, but I want to talk about, I'll talk about one specifically. Um, I'll talk about two. Uh, Roy Wood Jr. and Gastor Almonte. First of all, these are both fantastic comedians. They're both fantastic storytellers, um, and I, I'm big fans of theirs. That's you know one way you get someone to become a mentor. I mean, if you don't like what they're doing, don't ask them to be your mentor, right? Um, but they've been, they've both been huge, um, huge positive effects on my comedy as well as my mental health as mentors. Um, Roy came out here. I, I'm in Austin, Texas, by the way. Roy came out here uh, last year, I believe. And I connected with him after his show. I've been following Roy Wood Jr. since I was in, like, college, back when he was doing prank calls on the radio in Alabama. And it's been fantastic to see this man's career. I mean, I think he's one of the best comedians of his generation. Um, and I, I, it's arguable, not just, oh, that's his opinion. You know what I mean? Um, so I was just happy to meet someone who I have been following for so long. And it's cool to see those kind of things from my perspective because – you know, everybody starts somewhere. And um, I'm not going to lie to y'all. You know, sometimes the comedy gets discouraging. I mean, it's hard. Comedy and music. It's hard to go from, you know, being established in a job to starting, you know, these two new jobs. And, you know, like, obviously, I'm not going to start off as a comedian right where I left off as a football player. This is something totally different. It's almost like starting over in, in a sense. But in another sense, you know, there's some... I use comedy to shield my emotions. So there's um, a natural... Uh, predisposition for me to, you know, want to make people laugh anyway. Because if you're laughing, then you don't know what's going on on the inside. But I'm doing a better job now of connecting them to, you know, making jokes about things that are going on in the inside and actually trying to say something on stage. And I would say that Roy Wood Jr. is one of the main reasons for that. And Gastor as well. They've both told me that, you know, you want to be more than just, oh, he's funny. No, I mean, you, you, people, will remember, if you, people will remember you if, you know, they learn something about you or if they, you know, you, you said something as opposed to just getting up there cracking jokes. There's a bunch of people that can just get up there and run one-liners. Um, but from a standpoint of uh, my material, the material that I use as a comedian, the way that I approach the craft, they've both been great. Gastor is a comedian in um, Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, East New York, Brooklyn. Um very cool guy. Fantastic storyteller. Gastor has helped me so much um, with my stage presence as well as uh, with my crafting of stories. Um, you know, when to put in emotion versus, you know, when to tell jokes. I mean, some of those things are field things, but um, I would definitely credit Gastor Almonte with um, 
you know, me being a storyteller. I do have one other comedy mentor that I want to talk about real quick. This comedy mentor is dead, but I see them as a mentor because, you know, this is one person that I can think about that's dead, that if they were alive, I'm like, I hope this man would think I'm funny. And that's Richard Pryor. Thank God for Richard Pryor. I mean, growing up in the Midwest, I'm not saying we grew up the same, but we grew up similar. Richard Pryor was my first time seeing someone as damaged as me um, on stage and, you know, being successful talking about these things. Um, Before Richard Pryor, I always thought that I couldn't be a comedian because, you know, I, I, I didn't know much about comedy when I first started it. I just thought I couldn't be a comedian because, you know, you didn't hear comedians talking about things that I've experienced until I heard Richard Pryor. Um... And honestly, when I first started comedy, I was trying to be Richard Pryor. Not necessarily like saying his jokes or anything like that, but you know, like, man, I got to get, I wanted, I wanted bits like his, you know, that matched his, um, but he's, he's been a huge part in my development as a comedian. And I thank God for all the, all the mentors that I've mentioned so far. Um, I think mentorship is important. I think that whether you are a mentee or a mentor, uh, you benefit from the relationship the same. You know, there's two sides to every coin. I think that mentorship is fantastic. It has a fantastic effect on your mental health. Um, and as we know, well, I don't know if you know, the better your mental health, usually the better everything else is going to. I'm not saying it's going to be great, but it'll be better than if it was worse, if that makes any sense. Um, but yeah, Richard Pryor really showed me how to... Um, how to take my pain and turn it into something beautiful. And it makes me feel like a magician every time I do it. So thank God for Richard Pryor. Thank God for Roy Wood Jr. Thank God for Gaston Almonte. Thank God for Kobe Bryant. Thank God for Charleston Fives. Without these people, I'm not here. And there's many more people that I haven't mentioned. And this is not an awards acceptance speech, which is why I stopped at the five, but I really believe in mentorship. And if I'm going to be honest with y'all, I am scared to death of finding out that Roy or Gastor died. Just based on my last mentor uh, experiences, you know, um, those deaths hurt. I have a song called Alone. Um, Wish I could write a wrong for you. Sincerely, I know what it's like to go through pain. You know, that's a a lyric from the song. Um, But I do know what it's like to go through pain. And pain does one of two things to you, man. You know, pain is, because it's something that we're all going to face. Pain and suffering, you know. And you can either endure or you can get better and become a person of greatness. And um, I don't plan on wasting my pain. So with that, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, Do you have any mentors? What are your thoughts on mentors? Let me know. But yeah, once again, I'm Joe Barksdale. This has been another episode of The Comfort Zone. Thank you so much for checking us out. And um, I'll be back soon. Peace.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.